and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day. And on today's page, Sukkah 8, the Talmud plays one of those delightful parlor games like, hey, where's the most random weirdest place you've ever built a sukkah? Have a listen. The Gemara asks, what does the phrase a booth of any sort come to include? What other booths are included in this generalization? The Gemara answers, it comes to include the booths listed in another Baraita with a mnemonic Reish Kuf Beit Shin, as the sages taught, the booth known by the mnemonic Reish Kuf Beit Shin, which stands for the booth of shepherds, Roim, the booth of fig dryers, Ka Yatsim, the booth of the guards of fields, Burganin, the booth of the guards of produce, Shomrei Perot, a booth of any sort, each is fit, provided it is roofed in the standard sense, which is really an invitation to talk about, well, the weirdest, wackiest, most creative places and booths you've ever built. And we're delighted to have with us today Maital Friedman, the co-director of Muslim Leadership Initiative at the Shalom Hartman Institute. Hello, Maital. Hi, Leo. It's great to be here. Our pleasure. And I hear that you have one heck of a sukkah story. Tell us about the uh, most random, strangest, least expected place you've ever built a sukkah. Right. In 2007, my husband and I lived right outside of Imbale, Uganda. We were there for a year, which meant that we would be celebrating the Chagim, the holidays in Uganda. We were living with a really wonderful family, a born-again Christian family, in a small home that had no running water and no electricity. And Sukkot rolled around. And we told them about the holiday and started thinking with them, how could we build a sukkah out in the villages of Uganda? And so we created a plan with them. There were no prefab kits that we could get, but instead they took us out to drive to a small forest where we chopped down four trees for the poles and we bought some sheets in the market and we came back and built the the sukkah out of those trees and out of those sheets. And one of the favorite things that we like to remember about that sukkah is that in Uganda, in the local language that they spoke, the word for sheets is actually isuka. And so they felt like it was quite fitting that we were building a sukkah, which we then called our isuka with the wood of the land and the sheets. We chopped down banana leaves from banana trees as our schach, and we welcomed our host family into the sukkah or into the isukah so that we could eat there together for the holiday of Sukkot. And how did they react to these traditions? How did, how did they experience Sukkot for the first time themselves? What was it like for them? They absolutely loved the act of building the sukkah together. They felt like it was very biblical. <laughs> we were enacting something from the Bible, which is obviously quite holy and significant to them. And they, they were really intrigued and delighted to celebrate with us. And in fact, they had said, you know, they, they were, we were thinking about whether it was safe to leave some of the things outside in the sukkah or near the sukkah. And they said, we are doing God's work. Of course, the sukkah and everything connected to it will be safe for the eight days of the holiday. And for you, I mean, an isukkah in Uganda is very different than, you know, a prefab sukkah in suburbia in America. How did it feel different for you? It was much more involved. We couldn't just 
put together poles and put the screws in, but we had to do a lot more planning and we felt much more invested in the, in the actual structure in thinking about all of the components that went into it. And it was also very special to be sharing that the holiday with people who had never experienced the holiday before and thinking about the significance of wandering the significance of the the sukkah being a reminiscence for us of Jews wandering in the desert and what they built there and God's protection of them to really be thinking about being somewhere else very, very far away from home, very far away from what we knew and what our families have ever experienced and to be thinking about bringing our traditions into that place and to be wandering in a sense and still have the, the stability of our customs and our traditions. So, so beautiful. Mital Friedman, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.